0: In this presentation, we will discuss purchases less cost of items withdrawn for personal use with regard to the cost of goods sold calculation for a sole proprietorship generally reported on a Schedule C. This information can be found in publication 334. Line 36, purchases less cost of items withdrawn for personal use. So we're considering our cost of goods sold formula Page 2 of the Schedule C looking at line 36 here. 36 including the purchases less the cost of items withdrawn. So note that we have beginning inventory plus purchases. That gives us the amount available for sale minus the ending inventory. That gives us our cost of goods sold. We're concentrating here on the purchases line. Back to the text. If you are a merchant use the cost of all merchandise you bought for sale. So obviously purchases typically for a merchant. If we're a merchant, we just buy and sell inventory. We buy inventory, we mark it up, and then we sell the inventory. So it's pretty straightforward what the purchases are. It's not at, just remember that it's at the purchase price, of course, not at the price we plan to sell it for. And that's going to be straightforward because we know exactly what we purchased for because we actually paid that amount, so we'll have the records, no estimation needed. Back to the text, you are a manufacturer or producer. This includes the cost of all raw materials or parts purchased for manufacture. Uh, into a finished product so if you we are a manufacturer we buy stuff and then we make it into inventory then it's much more complicated because we have to deal with uh, we may have other items involved because the purchase isn't just what we're actually going to sell we have to consider other things with regard to the cost of goods sold calculation just remember that whenever we make inventory then of course a large part of the inventory is going to be the what we purchase in in raw materials but also the the labor that's put into it if we have to pay for the labor and materials and possibly other costs like overhead or something like that could be included uh if we're talking about the manufacturing so it gets much more complicated in that case back the text trade discounts The difference between the stated price of articles and the actual price you pay for them are called trade discounts. You must use the price's pay, not the stated price, to figure your cost of purchases. So Note that we're not using the stated price when we go to purchase something. If they give us a discount, we have to report the inventory that we purchased for what we actually paid for it. We can't say, well, the sticker price was this and we only had to pay that much, so we're going to report it at the sticker price. No, we're going to report what we paid for it. And in one way or the other, that usually is the way that's going to be easier to do because we know that what we paid for it is actually what we paid. And if we used what we paid to calculate the purchases, then it's going to be pretty straightforward. No estimate really needed because that's what we actually paid. Now, it could be the case that we paid it in, in separate, uh, separate items, meaning we made one payment and another payment, or they applied the discount at a, at a later date or something like that. But in one way or the other, Uh, what we actually paid should be the amount typically that we're going to report as the purchases. Back to the text. Do not show the discount amount separately as an item in gross income. An automobile dealer must record the cost of a car in inventory reduced by any manufacturer's rebate that that represents a trade discount. So, If there's some type of rebate process that can confuse the process a little bit because of course we're going to get a rebate on it and that the timing between the rebate and the payment. Could cause some confusion but note the net of the rebate is actually what we paid for it. And that's what the inventory generally should be recorded at. Cash discounts. Cash discounts are amounts your uh, suppliers let you deduct from your purchase inventory for prompt payments. There are two methods of accounting for cash discounts. You can either credit them to a separate discount account or deduct them from total purchases for the year. Whichever method you use you must be consistent if you want to change your method for figuring inventory cost you must file a form 3115 application for change in accounting method so if there's a normal kind of cash discount that's going to be applied you have to choose one of these methods here and if you change it then that's kind of like a change in accounting method in essence or they're treating it in that way in that we need basically approval from it using the form 3115 for that approval process back the text If you credit cash discounts to a separate account, you must include this credit balance in your business income at the end of the tax year. If you use this method, do not reduce your cost of goods sold by the cash discount. Purchase returns and allowances. You must deduct all returns and allowances from your total purchases during the year. So if we have purchases or returns, now now we're going to have a return. Thinking about inventory, there's a purchase or return. You must deduct all returns and allowances from your total purchases during the year. Uh, Merchandise withdrawn from sale. If you withdraw merchandise from your personal or family use, you must exclude this cost from the total amount of merchandise you bought for sale. Do this by crediting the purchases or sales account with the cost of merchandise you withdrew for personal use. You also must charge the amount to your drawing account. So if we took it out for personal use then of course we have to make the adjustment for in essence a draw for personal use. A drawing account is a separate account you should keep to record the business income you withdrew to pay for personal and family expenses. As stated above you also use it to record withdrawals of merchandise for personal or family use. This account is also known as withdrawals account or personal account. And that's going to be, you know, we think of it as kind of an equity type of account, not in essence part of the income statement because it's going to be a draw. So drawing out the money for personal use. In other words, if we draw something out, we don't want to record it as an expense. The IRS doesn't want to record it as an expense or a deduction that'll lower the taxes. It's not an expense of the deduction. It was a personal draw that was taken out for personal use.